Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be back with today's guest, but first, let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Violet Defense for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement some of their existing products, or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Thanks again to Violet Defense for sponsoring the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more at hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information and see exactly what these fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they are on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They have a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank Huddle for their support. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to elevate the performance of their teams using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, Smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle's also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams up through high schools and colleges, and even the pros are using Huddle to help their teams play better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more, about what Huddle can do for you and your athletic program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, 
at Huddle We Power Sports. We also want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for their sponsorship of the AD Toolbox segment on the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve every aspect of your athletic department. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials, and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to connect with the parents and student athletes of your program, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're staying right in Southwest Florida today, and we're going to visit with Larry Taylor. Larry's the Athletic Director at St. Charles Borromeo Catholic School in Port Charlotte, Florida. I met Larry as I was uh, working as a basketball official at one of his games, and uh, we got to talking and uh, told me he was the athletic director. I said, we got to get you on the podcast. So Larry, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. Well, I got to hear a little bit about your school and actually see one of your teams and coaches in action, but uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where were you born? Where'd you grow up? And kind of how your path led you to your current position at um, St. Charles Borromeo Catholic. Oh, absolutely. So I was actually born in Sarasota, Florida. I was raised in Englewood, Florida, though, a little more south. Um, and uh, I've been in Southwest Florida pretty much my whole life as far as just, you know, being a part of the area, um, growing up in it, um, like learning the game of basketball in Englewood, um, things of that nature. Uh, I ended up uh, going to, um, my, for my middle school years, I actually attended IMG Academy. Um, I actually mm -hmm. went there, yeah, and um, trained there for two years. And uh, that, to be honest with you, um, you know, I played basketball my whole life um, and grew up learning the game at a young age. Doing that in my middle school years, though, was like was a game changer when it came to just kind of like uh, experiencing a, a different type of training um, and also just like seeing pros train uh, a lot of young. A lot of young people don't get the opportunity to watch like in person pros train on a daily basis. And uh, one of the things that that like did for me was kind of like um, it kind of helped me understand what type of mindset it would take to be great at something um, and watching how hard people worked at something. Um, so yeah, middle school years was IMG Academy, experienced a lot of amazing things with that, um, which is obviously in Brayton, Florida. Um, and the other side of it was I was around McDonald's All-Americans every day um, that, because they're obviously, if you know, IMG Academy, their teams are always consisted of uh, the top of the nation. And so um, moved on and I uh, wanted to compete for um, a school. And so I went to a school that could compete for like states and things like that. So I moved on to uh, Northport High School. Um, and attended there all four years. Um, 
was blessed to have a, an amazing high school coach named Coach Allen. Um, he actually, he uh, actually just uh, passed away not too long ago, um, back in early January. And uh, we, we, had, we actually had a funeral up in Indiana for him and everything. Um, extremely, extremely important person in my life and in my development um, when it comes to the game. Um, was able to, uh, you know, have a really great career um, and uh, uh, break a lot of records there, uh, do a lot of different things. Uh, uh, but just uh, also just be able to look back and, 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 and be happy that you attended a school that you loved. Um, and then, you know, uh, was able and blessed with the opportunity to play at the D1 level um, at Liberty University, um, which is in uh, Lynchburg, Virginia. And um, I mean, that had been a dream of mine my whole life. To, to attain that level and to be, um, you know, have your college paid for as well. Uh, you know, it's like, you really don't understand the uh, significance of that until you get a little bit older and understand what, you know, what that really means in a sense. Um, but yeah, was at Liberty for my freshman year. We, we were able to uh, make some pretty cool history. We uh, won our conference championships. So that actually uh, led us to have a NCAA tournament berth. Um, and we ended up playing um, in uh, Dayton, Ohio. Uh, and it was uh, amazing. We actually lost by one point at the buzzer. We lost to North Carolina A&T. Um, and if we would have won that game that year, we would have played uh, Louisville at Rupp Arena. And so that would have been a, a little whooping, but it would have been quite the experience. And so um, ended that. And then when I uh, transferred, I, I, I finished my college career at a school called Southeastern University, which is in Lakeland, Florida, um, and had an incredible coach there a, few, a couple coaches by the name of coach RJ Barsh um, who's actually currently an assistant coach at Boise State now um, and uh, another coach of mine who's actually still coaching there now uh, coach Randy Lee uh, two uh, incredible individuals that uh, sh showed me a lot and and we'll talk more about like they're they're a big big deal in, into the process of who I am today and how I lead and how I do certain things and um, and so uh, to kind of put that together, it leads me, I ended up being a GA after I got done playing college ball. I was a GA at Southeast University and, and, and was able to attain my master's degree in, in business administration. Um, and so that was, it was quite the blessing to be able to do that for two years. Um, and then uh, kind of rolled, rolled myself back uh, to the area that I, that I um, grew up in and was able to find the opportunity to take on this, uh, this job and, um, and at the age of 26. And um, yeah, and I and, and to be honest with you, I, I didn't realize it at the time, but I didn't realize that in here in Florida, it's it's not easy to really find uh, those types of positions, um, and let alone get get the uh, the opportunity to have the position at, at the age of twenty six. So um, yeah, uh, being at St. Charles, you know, it, it's um it's a really cool opportunity for me, uh, just because I get to wrap in everything that's quite my passion into one. Um, and it's, it's like, you know, I know, I know not many people, uh, get to wake up every day and get to, you know, make a living in that way. And it's something that I, I don't take for granted. And, and the school that I work at currently is something that's very special to me. Um, and I, and I love, uh, St. Charles Warmail, um, and in many, many ways. So, um, I, I know that a lot of, I'm a, I'm a big, uh, faith is a big part of my, my, my life. Um, and, I know for a fact that like God has done a lot of different things to move me to specific places and to specific positions for like real reasons. And uh, it's pretty cool what God is doing and what he's going to continue to do as well. Well, I always love hearing the stories and, you know, your passion for uh, not just basketball, but for kids and the profession of being an AD certainly comes out as you're sharing 
Uh, and you're absolutely right. You know, getting that opportunity for leadership uh, of a school program uh, doesn't come along that often. And, you know, to have that at a young age and begin to grow in that uh, must be very cool. For our listeners, uh, we're visiting with Larry Taylor. He's the athletic director at St. Charles Boremo Catholic School in Port Charlotte, Florida. We're going to be back with some more, but let's take a quick break and hear from one of our podcast sponsors. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Vital Signs has a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They have a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back to our interview with Larry Taylor, the athletic director at St. Charles Boremo Catholic School in Port Charlotte, Florida. Coach, one of the questions we ask our guests uh, has to do with their mentors, the people that have had an impact on their life. None of us get to where we're at on our own. So who are some of the people that helped you along the way? Um, oh, um, well, I spoke a little bit earlier on it, um, but my just to kind of go in order, um, my, my high school coach, Coach Kurt Allen, um, he, he was somebody that, um, for me, made the game bigger than life. And so um, when it came to just having somebody that was a true uh, a relational coach and somebody that, you know, you, the, it was more than just about basketball. And then also somebody that uh, taught me what it meant to be a student of the game. There's so many coaches that you can have that are, you know, they may be good coaches and they may know X's and O's um, and they may know the game well. But there's a there's a there's a real true like artistry to knowing how to teach a young person how to know the game. And there's there's just something to that that's you know, almost can't really be taught sometimes. Um, it's just kind of like something that some people have naturally. And that was really Coach Allen for me, uh, making the game uh, not just, uh, you know, something that was, you know, I could learn, but it was fun. And a lot, you know, a lot of people look back on their high school days and they didn't enjoy it. And it's something that I, I don't take for granted. Um, and, and then also he believed in me. And so it was something that he believed in me. And, and, and that belief in me also took me and allowed me to play at the Division One level. And I know that for a fact by how he used to talk to me, talk to other coaches about me and how he would promote me and things like that. And so um, that, that, that person, that individual is somebody that's very, very dear to me, um, rest his soul. And um, I, uh, the, uh, some other ones that I had, some other coaches and, and, and mentors that I had, were um, Coach R.J. Barsh um, at uh, Southeastern University. And, and like I said earlier, he's currently, um, they actually just won the regular season championship um, at Boise State for their conference. Um, and so uh, shout out to Coach Barsh. He, um, he's, he's a, he, the reason he's so special to me is uh, we had a, our, our connection with each other was just uh, at a deeper like level of life. 
um, because we were both men of faith. Um, and when you're able to play for a coach who is uh, who doesn't just uh, talk to talk, he walks the walk on a daily on a daily level. Um, and you see that as a player, there's just a difference to how you go about your day like and how you go about your daily uh, just uh, mindset with everything. And so to have to be able to have played for a coach like that, um, I, I, I look back on those times and I, I take things to this day that they that he showed me um, and how how he how he coached, how he uh, how he had relationships with people, how he would speak to other players, how he would go about certain things. That dynamic, I think sometimes people um, don't understand how big of a deal it is to know how to speak to people and know how to talk to other people. Um, and then the other and the other coach, uh, you know, a big mentor to me that I talked to uh, to this day, Coach Randy Lee. Um, he was the assistant at Southeastern University, and um, he he's somebody that when I was a GA at Southeastern University, he was somebody that took me under his wing, and um, we talked about a lot of different things. But I don't know if you if if people understand that are listening to this that what the life of a GA is like of a grad assistant. It's not you know roses and and uh and and uh all happiness it's a it's a grind and so to to have a mentor like that like coach lee during that time and also as a player as well but especially during that time he was somebody that was there for me 100 percent, and somebody that uh on a daily basis taught me a, a, a different lesson and and made it in a way that was so applicable to life and i think that like what young people really need is people that know how to apply lessons and concepts to real life and it's like for me, I had so many mentors and teachers of life um, that happened to coach basketball. And it was like that for me uh, made everything when it comes to sports, when it comes to mentorship, when it comes to outreach, it makes it, it makes it a whole different way of life. It makes it a way deeper meaning. Um, and for me, I just, I'm blessed because I know not everybody has the opportunity to play for people or to be mentored by individuals that truly care for the right reasons. Well, uh, again, you can just hear the passion for these mentors and the impact they've had on your life. And you touched on a couple of key points, you know, the knowledge of the sport, whether it's basketball or soccer, baseball, whatever it is, uh, doesn't always make you that great coach, that great leader. You got to be able to translate that and get the people that are, you're coaching to go out and execute. But then you also touched on the very important aspect of developing those relationships you know, with your student athletes, you're not there to be their friend, you're there to be their coach, but that title coach uh, implies so much. Great, great stuff. Appreciate you sharing. Okay. Once again, for listeners, we're visiting with Larry Taylor. He's the athletic director at the St. Charles Borromeo School, Catholic School in Port Charlotte, Florida. We're going to be back with some more, but let's hear from another one of our podcast sponsors. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Huddle for their support of the podcast. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their athletes play better. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle's also built for every level of play from club and youth teams all the way through high schools and colleges, and even the pros use Huddle to help their athletes play better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, 
a lot of their parents and the coaches of the college teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your athletic department, or how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back to our interview with Larry Taylor, the athletic director at St. Charles Borromeo Catholic School in Port Charlotte, Florida. Larry, we were talking earlier, and you know, we've already established, you know, you're, you're a younger AD, uh, getting started on your uh, AD journey, and uh, you haven't had a chance to kind of get started with the, uh, the NIAAA, our National Organization's Leadership Training Program, but you haven't just been sitting on your hands. What are some things that you've been doing to um, uh, find professional development opportunities to help you perform your job as an athletic director better? you have anything you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, the first thing is always be willing to never stop learning because I'm, I'm big on like just constantly being open to knowing more. And so one of the things that I've actually been doing um, is I'm a big relational person and I love being able to actually experience what I'm learning. And so I've actually, and I know not everybody might know uh, individuals like this, but I, I've been blessed to actually know a few other ADs that are at the college level. And so what, I, what I've been uh, wanting to do is, is to try to um, even create an opportunity for myself to, to get that type of advancement and learning and stuff like that by, by visiting um, those places and seeing and uh, being in a, in a place, actually seeing how things are run at a, at a high level like that. And so that's one way that I'm also going to be doing it uh, just to kind of help myself learn and keep developing in different ways. But other ways is we, we actually go with a, a program uh, called uh, Play Like a Champion. Um, and so we use a lot of that stuff and a lot of those resources to build on certain things on what it would look like to, you know, even have certain things set up to have character building in your program. Um, what, it, what it means to actually teach young people how to be a part of a team. Like, and, and also some, one of the things that people neglect is, is not every coach, at, especially for my situation at a middle school level, not every coach actually might not know or know what they're doing. Um, and so uh, what this does and this resource does play like champion, um, obviously very faith-based, um, but it help, it allows to kind of uh, draw a core um, to what the focus is for a program and help and help uh, parents, coaches, and um, anybody that's going to be a part of it understand to always keep the eyes on the core and not to get lost uh, in what sports can kind of bring at times. Yeah, play like champion, great program. Uh, I know a number of schools nationwide that use it. Great stuff. Um, also, um, I'm going to bet that there's some things that you do at, at your program at St. Charles Memorial Catholic that you're particularly proud of. And, and maybe uh, as you look at them, you can say with equal parts uh, pride and humility, uh, boy, we really do a great job with this. Uh, what are some best practices that you can share with our listeners? Well, I know for, for my situation, our school situation, being a pre-K to eighth grade school, we're, we're preparing young people for what the next chapter of life is. And for them, that's going to be high school. And so I do our, our program. We really focus on helping our young people, our young student athletes really understand what it's going to be like to play high school sports. Um, and so what we'll do is throughout the seasons, throughout the practices, 
Um, I'll even try my best to have a couple uh, high school coaches from the area, maybe come speak to the teams to just kind of bring that, bring those, both of those circles together um, to help the, to help uh, our young people hear uh, something, uh, a different voice. Um, and so it's a big deal uh, to help to help young people not under, to understand that they're, you know, it doesn't stop there, you know, like for, for eighth graders, you know, they might think that they're the greatest thing in the world. And then, you know, three months later, they're in a whole different pond. And so like, and that's what I'm, and that's what we deal with. And so that's one thing that we really dial in on. And obviously on the academic side, that's obviously a huge deal and, and helping young people understand earlier rather than later that if you dig your, your hole, if you dig yourself in that hole early in high school, it's hard to get out. And, you know, with the GPAs and how that works, you know, if you, if you uh, mess around that freshman year, you could really hurt yourself down the road. And that's something that we also really harp on. Um, and we take a lot of pride in that at St. Charles Borromeo. Um, another thing that we do is and we're actually in the process of even forming this more is we, we actually want to have character, character coaches um, where we have something where, uh, you know, whether it's before a practice, maybe before a game or after uh, where we're actually just stopping and just reflecting on um, whether it's a devotion, a biblical devotion um, on a good word, a, a, a motivational word, um, but somebody that's a figure um, that does that for our teams. And we're actually in the, in the uh, process of finding a character coach for our program that would be willing to kind of um, throughout the year, just go, go to our teams and, 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 and not every day, but sparingly just, you know, help our, our young athletes understand that it's, it's a good thing to stop as a team and get a good word and to do that as a team. That's a big deal. Um, and so that's one thing that uh, I hope that we're going to get to kind of get the ball rolling on. And, um, and then another thing is that we, I, 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 and we can speak a little bit more on this later, but I really have found that uh, for the middle school, at least for what, what we're working with with athletics, allowing uh, the parents to be involved as coaches is a really, really, really good thing at times. And that sometimes people might disagree with that, um, but allowing parents of the school to be, to wanna volunteer and to want to be a part of that is sometimes a really big, uh, big deal. And it kind of brings more of a community feel to things um, for our school. And so um, it's, 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 it's something that not every school can do, but it's, it's something that we've been able to kind of really uh, embrace. And it's, it's brought a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of community to what we do as well. It's actually not as strange as you might uh, think. Uh, it's, it's pretty cutting edge. The national organization just released in December uh, a couple new courses, and one of them was called Partnering with Parents. Uh, I was actually a member of that uh, authorship team. So uh, uh, you're, you're already involved and you didn't even know it, okay? <laughs> awesome. All right. For, again, we're going to take another quick break for our listeners. We're visiting with Larry Taylor. He's the athletic director at St. Charles Borromeo Catholic School in Port Charlotte, Florida. We're going to be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year, while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. 
You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what these fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. I promise you, you will be very impressed. Welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. We're visiting with Larry Taylor, the Athletic Director at St. Charles Moremo Catholic School in Port Charlotte, Florida. Larry, one of the questions we've been asking um, our guests has to do with the idea of coaching kids to be tough. Um, back when I was in high school, 100 years ago, uh, it was very common for my coaches to say, you know, something like, come on, you got to be tough, or come on, Jake, suck it up. And, you know, we understood what they meant. And I think over the years, we have found better ways to phrase those questions uh, to get the best out of our student athletes. Um, so my question to you is, um, as an AD, as a coach, how do we coach today's Generation Z kids to be tough? Because it is such an important part of athletics and life, while also being sensitive to the challenges that they are going through that you know I certainly didn't have to go through uh, back when I was in high school. Uh, do you have any advice for us since you're kind of on the front lines right now? Yeah, um, absolutely. Th this is something that I think that people that are in this field that are in, even as teachers as well, um, I think is something that every, every single person is battling with because we are in a, we are in a, a very, very interesting transitional phase when it comes to the generations that are coming up right now. Um, when it comes to the dynamic that they are more prone to with leadership, um, when it comes to what they are, what they'll, ex or what they'll uh, really kind of receive and what they won't receive based on how somebody's saying it or even who's saying it. Um, you know, like you said, back in the day, it didn't matter who was saying it. If it was, a, if it was an adult, it was, it, it, you needed to listen. And today we're, we're seeing a whole different dynamic when it comes to uh, more of a question to leadership, I think. Well, we're seeing, we're seeing, but we're also seeing more of an openness to that. And we're seeing young people actually be told to question things more often, which, it, which is actually, I, and, I'll, and I'll say this, is not really a bad thing at times. Um, I think that one thing that leaders and um, coaches, athletic directors need to be open to is allowing young people to ask questions and, and being okay with maybe explaining yourself. Um, and I think that like, you know, a lot of times that, that's a pride thing that like, you know, leadership goes through when it comes to like, you know, somebody younger or you not thinking that somebody should even ask a question or, or maybe, you know, go against what you're saying. Um, but what I'm really seeing, because as I'm, I'm an athletic director, but I'm also the, the head of the PE department. So I teach um, all the way from pre-K to eighth grade through the, every week. And I'm interacting with every single class, every single age group. And what I'm seeing though, is that kids, kids, no matter how different things, no matter how, you know, how much access they have to social media, no matter how much access they have to things that distract them and, and might change them and make them a lot different than, than, than past generations, they, they are still kids when it comes to the relational side. Um, and what I mean by that is when a kid trusts you that's, or, or knows that you really care, that is when they listen truly. And, um, I've been able to have the opportunity to really form some great relationships with my students. Um, and, and, and one of the cool things about my job is that I, I get to interact with every student throughout the week. 
So I, I get the opportunity to have, build the relationships with every single student. And what that does for me is, you know, to be honest, I know that this is something that this is also a skill, but, but knowing how to approach young people before correcting them is such a big deal. Like it's, it's for me, it's like, what is that kid like? Does that kid know that you can shoot the breeze with him before you tell him what to do? Like, it's like, is that, does that kid like know that he could go to you for something or just go to you to talk to you about their day before, before you get on him about something else? And so um, I think that like there, there, and we could get into, you know, I want to also just touch on the, on the fact that the, the social media aspect of it has also changed the behaviors of kids and how, and how, it, and how it relates to, you know, what it means to be tough and what it means to, um, you know, you know, be too sensitive. And because we've kind of gone in that phase of don't bully, um, be, be kind, um, all, all those different things, which are great principles at heart. And, um, but what I would say is there's a mindset that I, that we try to instill. And I think that needs to be instilled into young athletes that there need, you need to be able to compete with control. And what that means is, you know, be able to be passionate about what you're doing, go hard as you can at what you're doing, but also be able to have control of yourself no matter what. And I think that that side of it actually allows you to um, kind of have that balance. And, and, what, and, and I know that like, that's easier said than done with a kid. You say that to them, it goes in one ear out the other. It's not really something they don't know how to apply, but they also need to see it from the people that are telling them what to do. And so when I teach, I very rarely try to raise my voice, like to a place of I'm, I never want to scream because I never want my students to think I'm out of control. I want them to always know I'm under, I'm under control of myself because um, when we teach young people knowing how to control themselves regardless of how they feel at the moment, that's such a big deal for life. Like helping them know what it means to have control of themselves regardless of how their emotions feel. Um, and so what I'm seeing is that these are the things that I'm actually finding myself kind of helping them like uh, go about or how to, how to kind of um, navigate what it means to, and, and either when you're in a competitive setting or even when you're just in a setting where you're just in a, you know, in a, in a school or in a classroom. And so when it comes to like um, knowing how to get on kids and, and, how to, and how to be tough in a way that's not going to, you know, make them quit a sport as well, I think that like that finding that that art or that skill set um, also just comes with the fact that like do you do as a, as a coach and as a person in leadership do you love what you do like I, I I just I think that like if you if you're doing this and you don't like look forward to it on a daily basis there's no possible way that the the people you're around are going to enjoy you so so when it comes to you know us as teachers and as educators and as leaders, when it comes to these kids, the example is us on a daily basis. We, we, can, we can say a lot of the things like, oh, you know, uh, you know, this generation is way, way different. Oh, like, you know, this, 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 they're way too soft. But, I, but I'm gonna be real with you. I've been able to mentor kids that are now currently playing college basketball. And to be honest with you, those, those guys were a little bit different when they were younger. But when it came to just growing up, it was it was just it had to do with somebody just being committed to them. And I think that when it comes down to the locality of things, right, like the community stuff and when it comes to that stuff, like I think that like local coaches 
got to start harping on the fact that like you got to know what it means to compete passionately but also know how to have control of yourself and you know one of the things that we're starting to see and i'm starting to see as well with the culture i can speak on the basketball part of it more so but the basketball culture is changing a lot when it comes to high school basketball in the sense of like the way that young people carry themselves and what i mean by that is never even when i was playing high school basketball back in 2009 through 12 we didn't have, there was no thing, there wasn't like an IG culture to basketball, like an Instagram culture to basketball. There wasn't a, you know, a Twitter culture to basketball. There wasn't those types of things. And what that has kind of done, it's changed the dynamic on how young people even view what they're doing. Like, like for me, I'll, I'll, I just love basketball. I just wanted to go get the basketball and go play because I loved it. Now it's changed into something where it's like, oh, like this camera guy's on that sideline or that baseline. So I got to do this at this moment. And it's, and, and, and people might think I'm crazy for saying that, but it's true. No, it's happened. It is true. And it's, and it's, and it's unfortunate because it's, it's also changing the way that coaches have to coach. And it's also changing the way that like, you know, even people in leadership as AD sometimes have to go about how they, you know, discipline kids and things like that. So I think that like, I'm so big on servant leadership. And I think that, and, and one of the things that my, my mentors showed me on a daily basis was servant leadership. And it's just, it's such a good reminder for us that if we're gonna continue to show kids or tell kids, hey, this is how you do it, or this is what we want, or this is how it's supposed to be, we have to be that example and we have to be that model on a daily basis. And if we're gonna tell kids, hey, you need to play under control, right? You have to, as a coach or a leader, you have to also show control as well. And so it's, it's, a, it's such a fine line, like this, these types of topics and conversations can be so hard to really like, really like, like uh, come to a core like solution because, you know, people are dealing with so many different types of dynamics. But for me and what I'm doing and what I've been blessed to do, I'm, I've, I've really been able to, uh, like for a lot of these kids, they're learning, you know, what it just means to be a part of a team and what that means to be a part of something that's structured. And because a lot of times kids, are better with chaos than structure. So it's like, you know, they, 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 this is their first time having to be a part of something and maybe not having, maybe not liking the position that they're in, or maybe not liking the fact that they have to sit on the bench, or maybe not liking that they have to um, take a role that they not, they're not used to. Right. So it's, it's, um, we're, you know, that part, that aspect of what I get to do and teach, or we get to kind of build in people and young people is something that we, we really focus in on. And then as we kind of get into a, uh, a competitive a competitive area then it's really like when we start to dial down on what it means to you know you know compete hard be passionate love what you do because that's the other thing that i'm starting to find is young people it, they're almost it's almost like we need to teach them what it means to be passionate again and we're and we're seeing that in a lot of ways because there's so many distractions today that young people can sometimes think that their distraction is their passion and that's not the case and so um yeah i i you know i i think that 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 little battle right there, that, that, that debate on being, you know, being tough and also knowing how to be gentle is just a, it's just a balance of knowing how to be extremely passionate, but have that control. And that starts with the coaches and the people in leadership showing that on a daily basis. Wow. You covered a lot of ground there. And a couple of those topics would make great um, interviews on their own. Uh, if I may, uh, the two things that gelled for me, you talked about how coaches, they got to show kids that they care. You know, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. 
And then you also talked about coaches, you know, leading and modeling respect, you know, respect for themselves, respect for the game, respect for the officials and the opponent, you know, very cool stuff. This has been great doing a little bit of a deep dive with uh, the St. Charles Boramo Catholic School philosophy, uh, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with what we call the Athletic Director's Toolbox, which is sponsored by Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. So we've already established that uh, you know, you're a young AD, but you're not a rookie AD. I, I think you know your way around the athletic department a little bit. So we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna hear from Athletic Surveys. And when we come back, uh, we're gonna ask Larry what three tools he would put into a brand new athletic director's toolbox. So uh, stay with us. We're gonna hear from Athletic Surveys and then we'll be back to hear what Larry Taylor is going to put in his new AD toolbox. This is the Educational AD Podcast. As I mentioned, we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for their sponsorship of the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire department. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help you demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to check the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. We're back with Larry Taylor and it's that time to hear what three tools are gonna go into his athletic director toolbox what do you got for us all right so uh number one i've got all three are going to be just concepts um but number one is be okay with being flexible to the culture of where you are it helps you build for the long term better um so i when i first got to st charles and you know sometimes people that get into new positions or, or people that are younger that are you know a little more maybe fiery or passionate than than uh when they're in their new career than somebody that's later on in their career, they might get into a, uh, a position or into a new school or a new place and think that they got to change everything all of a sudden. And, and what I, and what I found is that's just not, you know, for what I've seen, that's just not the way to go. Um, when you, when you allow, when you allow yourself to mesh into the culture, the changes that you see that need to be made or, or that you see fit, um, you, you earn that respect by your work ethic and what you bring to the table every day, that's what you, by you bringing that, that's what you, that's how you earn the opportunity to change certain things that you see or what you think need to be, you know, changed. And so that's not number one is, is just being okay with being flexible to the culture of where you are. Um, number two, uh, and this is, this might be like the, the most, you know, number one is form the correct relationships for what you're trying to do. Um, the right fits make your load easier. And what I mean by that is, if you put the correct people into specific places, as an AD, you are de-stressing your job. 
so uh, you know if you if you just throw individuals into specific spots and you just kind of like okay yeah you do this you do this and you're not and you're not strategic with it or you're not you know putting people that are genuinely wanting to be there um and i know it's easier said than done to find people that want to genuinely be there but it's um it when you find those those right people and those and those people that really are genuine in what they're doing um you're just allowing yourself to enjoy your job more um uh, not to say there won't be challenges and bumps but those correct relationships and those and those right fits are just um, something that can help your you know program or this the year runs more smoothly. Um, and then my my last one number three is and and uh, this one is something that I try to apply to myself every day is don't take yourself or your position so seriously. Um, servant leadership and uh, that's the reason I put servant leadership is I, I think that um, I'm a follower of Christ. That's that's where my faith is based. Um, and so. Jesus showed us what true servant, servant leadership is with his life. And I think that when we um, let go of the titles and we let go of the positions and things like that, when we, when we just live life in a way that's uh, seeking to, to live for others, we, we simplify things. And I think that that's a, that's a, and for life, when we can simplify something, especially when it comes to what we love, um, I think that that's always a, a, a treasure to be found. Um, so yeah, don't take yourself so seriously at times and, and allow, and allow yourself to, to just enjoy what the opportunity is that you've been given. Um, and if you get, if you get the opportunity to wake up every day and go give life to young people and, 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 and whether that looks like in a classroom, in a PE class, at a practice, at a game, whatever that is, if you get that opportunity, we have to, we have to, as, as leaders and as adults, and as people that have been put in these positions for very real reasons, we have to take that so seriously. And we have to realize that this, that these kids um, so many times are depending on good people to lead them. And um, I think that when you do that, and so it, it allows you to understand the passion that you have and the purpose behind what you're doing. And so that, those are my three tidbits uh, on my AD toolbox. I, you know, I don't know if you're going to go win a national title at Kentucky with them, but I think that you'll, uh, You'll, you'll, you'll enjoy the process a little bit more. <laughs> you know, those are great, great tools. And uh, I think people that win those national championships or state championships, whatever you want to call it, that's a result of doing those things that you talked about. Uh, great, great stuff. Larry, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and uh, pick your brain a little bit, maybe find out more about how you run things at St. Charles, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you? Um, absolutely. They can email me. Uh, my email, my uh, school email is L Taylor. So my first, the first letter of my name, Larry L Taylor at stcbs.org. Um, and so it's pretty simple. If you, if you ever want to reach out to me, if you have a question about anything, if you're in the same situation as me, or maybe you just want to pick my brain, I'm always open to, um, starting a, uh, starting a conversation. And, and I know that for a fact that I can learn a lot from other people. So don't be, please don't be shy to reach out. Um, or just encourage me. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I love it. The networking. Larry Taylor, athletic director at St. Charles Boramo Catholic School in Port Charlotte, Florida. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews are uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast.
We also want to say thank you to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more at hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. 